Hello everyone, welcome to Women of the World, a podcast that helps guide you back to your true self. I'm your host, Shannon Sarusi, and today I have Lena Crespo. How on earth do I define this woman in a sentence? I have learned so, 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 so much, and I think that we should just get started and listen to this incredible woman speak because it has changed my life if I'm being quite honest. So let's dig in. But don't you think it's just so beautiful how like it really doesn't matter like what skin colour you are or where you're from or like any of these things like from the human body where we all have this like purpose to like get back to our true selves and like just yeah. get back to this oneness and this unity and it's like yeah. and it, it takes matter. a lifetime. It takes yeah. a lifetime. And we'll be doing oh, it for the rest many, of our lives, you know, many and many other lives. lives to come. Yeah, you know. Sure. So for just sure. knowing that this is not our first journey and it's not our last, if you yeah. can come to the if you can just even accept that, then you know, you could imagine what God has created is just so beyond our own comprehension. And I always mm-hmm. say if you can if you can imagine something, you know, like people say, Well, it's only a heaven and earth, it's only a heaven and earth, and that's it. Well, mm-hmm. that's all your mind can come up with. Then how isn't God's mind way bigger than that? You don't think he's more brilliant than that? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is our yeah. limited thinking, our limited consciousness. You know? Wow. And so it's gotta be something bigger here. And it is. Yeah. And I'm happy to see what happens next. And I'm glad that I'm on this spiritual journey to where I'm able to look at life from such a um, you know from from such a spiritual perspective to where it limits the judgments on people. Mm-hmm. We're all searching for a way out of our our mess. Way back some home. of us it takes time, you know, and we yeah. have to accept that and allow people to grow in the time and the manner that they have to that's all we can do. Ooh, that is Thank incredible. you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Trust me. It's like it's, way it's back. My, it's, my first, it's my first podcast. It's my first even oh, speaking yeah. about this this um, subject out loud. Wow. Well, you're a natural. You know, so I feel like I was all over the place, but I'm, I'm saying, you know what? No. no, no. I'm, I'm was- a this was guided, like, this was really just, it just came out from the heart, and I felt that from you. Well, I appreciate that. It was so nice yeah. to connect with you, Shannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Oh. And I'll Fingers be happy to come on any time. <laughs> yeah. I want you on weekly. You've got a weekly. I will come on weekly, too. Whatever you have for me. I have this, and I, I, I get people all, because I do speak to people about, particularly even my kids, about life and death, you know. And my son is just mm-hmm. coming into awareness when he's asking those questions. He's 30 years old now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and when people hear what I, especially in my book, when they hear what I have to say about death, you know, yes. and then people say, well, what about a child? Well, not every child came here to be, to, to actually live a full life. Some child, some, people, okay. some children just come here to have the experience. And, you know, it's, it's, so, it's just so much deeper than what mm-hmm. people are saying. Even when it comes to tragic accidents, you know, tragic mm-hmm. accidents. People say, well, why does tragic accidents happen? Well, the history of the world has shown us that we all don't die one way, right? We all right. don't die one way. There's no such thing as everybody dying a nice old age and you know and and, and disease-free death. You mm. know, and I consider death in all the different ways of dying as exit points. I think that those 
that those exits were created for us for our benefit from when we decide to turn our consciousness into non-physical reality and leave this earth. We have to have a reason. So when we're born here, we make a plan to be born in certain regions like the United States. There's a lot of toxicity in the food and the environment. Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of people in the United States have diseases. Right, mm -hmm. and that may be our exit point. That we may have truly to be here. So when we're tired, so when it's time to check out, we can have a valid reason of going for the people that's left behind. But that was our exit. You know, a person getting in a terrible car accident. You don't know if that was set up for them. You know what I mean? That was their way. You got people that's naturalists that live in different areas of the world who live forever. Maybe they've been here before and they're a master at it and they chose to enjoy this earth because this environment is so dense and it's so it's so harsh. And it's mm -hmm. harsh for so many people. You know? Yeah. And so when we have a lot of things happening to a person and we see a lot of things happening to them, I believe people come here to work out a number of things in their lives when they have a life that's so hard. They chose mm. to do it all and get it in bulk. You know what I mean? Like, let me do this all and get it over with. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, wow. for me, death is nothing but an exit port. Suicide is nothing but an exit port for her. It's not mm -hmm. a sin. It's not something that happened by accident. It's something that I would chose, I was so chose to do. Because like Jesus said, I lay down my life and I choose to pick it back up. Mm -hmm. No one can lay that and take my life from me. And if we have a soul, we make a conscious, an unconscious, subconscious decision to leave our physical bodies and turn our attention to our physical reality. It's just so deep. It's so much. I mean, I'm gonna stop here because <laughs> I don't want you to stop because now I have questions and I'm like, I need to know more. <laughs> Look, let's just keep going till it, it says that it's gonna like cut out again. Are you happy to keep okay. it? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, do you know what I've had in my head? And it's just become conscious now that, like, I feel like I'm never going to be able to do enough in this lifetime. Like, do you ever feel like that? Right, and you're not meant to. You're not meant to. Every idea and every every thought and every aspiration, because that's your consciousness actually expanding. But it's mm. not meant to do it all here. It's too, this life is too short to do it all here if we consider time mm. to this earth. So whatever, yeah. you, whatever aspirations or whatever thoughts or whatever plans you have, those are mm -hmm. all going to come to fruition when you come back here again. Nothing, and, and, and this is why you, this is why it's never ending journey. This is why eternity is eternity. Yeah. Each time you set yourself up for more, for more, yeah. for more expansion, for more experiences, for more awareness, and it doesn't even have to be in this reality, this reality reality here. Sometimes mm -hmm. you choose different forms of learning, of teachings, and other realities. And other mm. levels of consciousness before we even come to Earth. So, so you have a whole eternity already mapped out because of everything that you aspire to do, all your flaws that you consider to be flaws, you know, those things, parts of your soul that are broken, those things mm -hmm. still need to be healed. And you're not going to leave this Earth with a perfect soul. <laughs> Sometimes we come here to do the smallest thing. Sometimes so some of us come here to be creative. If you look at people that are just extremely creative, extremely mm -hmm. creative, and they focus on creating, mm -hmm. you know, that could have been what they've been here. Why do you think we like? Why? Why is it split into lifetimes? Like, why don't we just like keep going? I think that we choose Earth 
um, because our consciousness keeps going. Our consciousness is expansive. We're energy. Energy yeah. needs to expand. But why why is it split into lifetimes? Like why can't we just have like one human life and like keep going? If you know we what could. I mean. Some of us are here one time. Some of us are here one time. We don't have to stay here on earth. We don't have to learn. We don't have to learn in this earth school. You know? Mm. You can choose to come here one time and go into different other realms of training. I think there's other spiritual realms of training where you don't mm. even have a physical body. You know? Mm. Um there's there's, there's dimensions, there's everything. You know, this is only whoever's here, we chose to come here. And we chose to come here, and so did yeah. our ancestors, and so did everyone else in our bloodline. They came here first, and we were already in the works to come here. You know what I mean? Because in order for us to even, you know, have a grandparent, they had to have been here first. Mm-hmm. In order for people to change and generations to change, you know, there's people that come before us. You know, and you think we've had many lifetimes. We've had many lifetimes, and I think we mm-hmm. have the ability to cut it off. You know, when mm-hmm. we're done with this particular atmosphere, because sometimes it's harsh for people. It's really harsh. Right. It's extremely harsh. What other dimensions do you think there are? Oh gosh. It's beyond my imagination. My my imagination is very extensive. But, um, you know, you do. I mean, I have studied near-death experience, people with near-death experience. I have interviewed people with near-death experience. Mm -hmm. I have done a lot of studying with that for the last 20 years, even children who have. um, And I don't know if you've ever read up on children in their, I mean, live video, like from the 60s and the 50s, where there was no internet. And mm. they five years old, from two to five, they're saying that they had other, you know, they're telling their parents that they had other, you know, another mother, another yeah. brother, sisters and brothers. And as that for this one particular case, when this child became five years old, they mm. finally went to the place where he was talking about, well, the house yeah. was still there, but it was on a beach. And he kept on saying, well, it was also a plane. I would look out my bedroom window and see a plane. Well, yeah. all the people, that was in his family, his parents and his brothers and sisters, hmm. they actually found in records from wherever the um you know the, the existence of these human beings that he was talking about the same name, the same last name. Oh wow. You know, and the people. Yeah. You know, and there's so many stories of that. It's it's so many stories hmm. of that, you know, and so um when it comes to other realms, I I I, I haven't been there. But yeah. I know from my dreams, I know mm-hmm. from me being a spirit and spirit being energy and mm-hmm. spirit being expansive, you know, mm-hmm. that um, I know that there's other forms of training, that there's other forms of learning and expanding. Yeah, do you, know, do you know anything about your past lives? No. I haven't done, I haven't done any past life regression. I haven't... Um, I haven't gotten to that point where I'm actually, you know, saying, wow, I was, I know what I was before. Yeah. I wanted to do a past life regression and see that, but um, no, I haven't come, I haven't gotten to that point where I know Mm. what I was before. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know, I know that in order for me to have the level of awareness that I had now, that I had been here before. Because this life in this earth is so small and so fast, and you know uh-huh. the time is so small, and for me yeah. to get what I got so far, you know, I had to have 
been on this journey from before because I got this when I was younger. You know, mm. I was already thinking about the spirit and the expansion, you know, how big it is and, and, and just everything. Just even God, I was like, you know, I questioned everything. Yeah. And it never resonated with me what everyone else was talking about when it comes to anything with the spirit or God or the devil or any of that stuff. Uh-huh. You know, so I believe I've been here quite a few times because I'm draw I'm enjoying life way too much. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm enjoying it way too much, so I'm a yeah. thing and then I have experience, you know, because yeah. this is a harsh environment for somebody to survive. We see we, we see people suffering all over the world. Who would choose that to in this you know what I mean? So it's a yeah. hard choice and it's a courageous choice to even come here to begin with to make the choice of not Wow, that's something. You ever heard that story? I don't know the name of it. It's a little story, so it's a kid's book. And it's about a little soul that's in heaven. He says, God, you know, his father, I want uh-huh. to, you know, you heard that story. I, 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 want, I, I, want, to, um, I want to be, I want to be something. Okay. I want to go to earth and be something. And, he, and God said, well, what do you want to be? And he was like, well, I want to be this or I want to be that. Anyway, I forget all the details, but he settled on being forgiveness because God told that he could be anybody he wants to be. He no. said, be forgiveness. And he said, oh. well, if you're going to be forgiveness, you're going to need something to forgive. And so oh. the little boy had to go out and find a soul that was well, like, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need something to forgive, but I don't have anybody to to come do life with me, to, 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 to do something for me to forgive. So this uh-huh. one soul from a soul group said, I'll help you. I'll give you something to forgive. And he was like, really? You'll help me? So we're both going on the earth together and, and, and you'll help me become forgiveness? And the little soul said, yes, I'll help you. But he said, but remember, I might get off track and I'm going to do something so terrible. Mm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to remember Oh my God! Who I am. I'm gonna need you for you to remember that I love you. So he ended up coming down to earth with him, and of course, doing something completely unforgivable, but not unforgivable, but something that was very bad. And the whole point yeah. of the story was that you know people come here for different reasons, you know, and we have a soul, and it's a lot of stories like that. You know, and I'm thinking if you can see it and if you can even come up with something like that. These are showing mm-hmm. people's experiences and what they experience in their mind and their own personal reality. You know? You, I feel like you've just become like my spiritual teacher. I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like during this conversation, I feel like I'm no longer scared of dying, and I was scared of dying before. Mm-hmm. And like, just I feel such freedom, and like just knowing that like there are more lives, and we can keep going, and we can keep like doing what we want to be doing. We don't have to fit everything in this lifetime. Yeah. Like, takes yeah. the pressure off, really. Yeah. And, you know, life is about detachment. Like, you know, I, I have a section in my book also, and I tell people this, even my um, my wife and my family, you know, we mm-hmm. are attached to so many things in this earth. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part about dying, which, we'll, you know, you might not be scared now, but you'll be scared in a moment, you know. But if you yeah. have a brighter, if you have a broader awareness of what it is, then mm-hmm. and you know that it's just shifting your focus from physical reality to non-physical yeah. reality, you know, then you won't be as frightening. But when you're unable to let go of things in this earth, which is mm-hmm. why people 
feel their relatives are still here sometimes. Those people are attached. And if you notice, if you ever heard stories where people say, well, you know, my mother died and she hung around for a long time. But the minute I told her that it's okay for her to go, mom, it's okay to go, it's okay to go. And then the mother disappeared, she never showed up again. It's that letting go. You know, and I tell people that all the time when they have a dying parent or something, make sure, because they only want, they, they only attach to certain children too. So make sure mm-hmm. that you tell that parent, it's okay. You have yeah. to go. You have to give them that reassurance in order for them not to be stuck between worlds, which is the worst condition. Because you're yeah. stuck between physical and non-physical, and you're scared, and you're attached to the things, worried about your job, worried about your kids, worried about your house you lived in for 80 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all about detaching. And when, for a lot of people, they need that. Yeah, There's been a lot of studies on how people are able to let go and really cross over to the other side in peace with someone reassuring them that it's okay for them to go because they, for some reason, a lot of people are stuck because they can't, they haven't gotten that reassurance for their family members. So death to me is not, I look at it differently than a lot of people. When my brother passed, it was it was so hard. And before him, I said, I could handle death. I already know what it is because there's no such thing as death. Right. But for my body and my heart, it hurt so bad. But I was so happy that he was such, but he was the person he was. I didn't expect him to be anybody other than who he was. If you want to drink, every time he left my house, you want to go to, you want to go to AA or something? Because you can stay here and just, you know, go get treatment. No, Lydia, I got, to, I got to go and I got to do my thing. Okay. And I was okay with that. He sent the money all the time. You didn't care about what he was doing with the money. Okay. We allowed him to work his own life out. Wow. And I appreciated him for the love that he gave me and my kids and my dog. Yeah. He supported me and showed up every time I needed him without me calling. He's on the street. He didn't have a phone. But just when I needed some, my yard done, spring was coming up and I needed raking and mowing, my brother would mm-hmm. show up and he would come and get my whole house together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a matter of allowing people to be who they need to be and not putting our work expectations or our framework of what a real life is supposed to be with kids and family and job and because you're afraid to, yeah. to to live your truth and be your authentic yeah. self in two things oh my god you, you know? are a woman and a half <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's like true true acceptance of someone and that's right unconditional love like how you have to allow people to 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 work out their lives you have to give them the space to do it and no matter what they're displaying if they're displaying it to you and it's affecting you on a personal level then you have to figure out what prejudices or what judgments you have within yourself because you shouldn't be judging and that's that lesson you know people come to us to show us the things that we have to work on they didn't come mm-hmm. to disrupt our lives as we think they are. They come here, mm-hmm. you have a problem with judgment. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with race. You have a problem, you know, with these things. And yeah. if it's presented to you, then that's part of your purpose of being here to work that out, to look at yourself and say, when you can't help someone and they're not accepting your help, then maybe it's not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be helped by you. If it's not your assignment, then it's not mm-hmm. going to work out. Mm, so you just like really trust in the people that are coming into your life and the lessons that you're learning and yourself yeah, if, if, I, if I can't help them I'll try to help everyone but if it's beyond yeah. my reach to help then I know that that's not my assignment I know my assignment right. because if, it's, if I'm assigned to something by God then it's mm. going to work out 
But if it doesn't work out, then it's not meant for me to work out to be a problem. So I allow people to be who they are, whether you're miserable, whether you're depressed. If I yeah. can't help, yeah. all I can do is give you seeds and, and, and give you, offer you encouragement and tell you about your spirit and how strong you are. And that's the that's capacity that I owe with everyone. I help them in that manner. I don't just shut them out and I'm talking to you. Of course, I'm giving it, giving it, giving it, you know, yeah. as much as they can handle. And I'm not pushing my beliefs on anybody. Uh-huh. You know, so. How, how do you take this approach into your business? How do I take this approach into my business? In order to trans, because I, you know what I do? I teach people, I try to show them that when it comes to coaching, I try mm-hmm. to show them that their thoughts mm-hmm. are the reason for their reality. Right. And you do that in a very gentle way by giving them examples, by exploring their so-called reality mm-hmm. and breaking that down and letting them realize that this is just your thoughts. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you're sick and you have a terminal illness, for whatever reason, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, you can, you can get rid of illness. You could, you can get rid of bleeding cancer. You know, if you're yeah. strong enough mentally, it's about what you believe and what you accept. Mm-hmm. So before medical conditions exist, we accepted the possibility of the curse. And that was right. a seed that let it in. And so when it did come to us to live in an environment that's toxic, of course, mm-hmm. you manifest those things. Yeah. You know, so it's about your thinking. So in order for a person to even transform their lives from the transformation moment to even begin to transform their lives, we have to address their thinking patterns. And we have mm. to make them aware of what they believe. Yeah, for you sure. Know, exercises, yeah. meditations, you know, it, it's a small it's a small process mm-hmm. and it has to be done carefully because people are not really ready to believe that life didn't that life didn't that it just fell in their life. They want to believe that it just fell in their life. That it didn't happen. Life didn't happen through them, it happened to yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? And getting them to understand that life happens through you and not Mm. It's a true key to transformation. Oh my goodness. I actually think I really do need to go lie down now, for real. <laughs> I'm getting like all these downloads from like the universe, and you know, when you just need to like sit with something, you've given me so much. Uh-huh. And I really truly hope this has recorded because I know that it can buy so many But I just want to say, Thank you just for speaking your truth and mm-hmm. for just being here right now with me. Like, yeah. I'm just like, thank you for real. Thank you for making me feel so comfortable. Like I said, uh, you're the first person I spoke out loud to this with this. And um, it's just, a, it's, it's been an amazing journey just now. I have never spoken. I mean, I do the people that I know. But to really uh-huh. speak this out loud, you know, when you ask me what topic I wanted to do, and I could have been you went into coaching, but this is yeah. so much more. This is, I, I want to get to the core of helping people on, on a soul level, so they yeah, won't, so real. they won't feel so victimized, so they won't, so they, so they realize that they have power to change their circumstances yeah. drastically by just changing their perception on life and changing their mindset. And the For power real. that we have. So, you know, and, and relieving them about the burden of death. Mm. You know? And that's the biggest thing because that's what most people suffer, suffer from right now, the burden of death. You know, and yeah. that's that's why I wrote the book The Contract. You know, to give people a different perspective about that. 
Yeah, honestly, oh. I really want to buy your book because I just need to like read your mind. <laughs> I need to read your thoughts, <laughs> your knowledge, your wisdom, and just like. If you go on promise of the heart. If you go on promise of the heart. Yeah. That's, that's my blog site. I have a lot of it on. I have a lot of my thoughts on there as well. Okay. So I'm gonna go about that blog. That'll give you a lot. That'll make you go wow, wow. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I'm a rare, I'm a rare egg. <laughs> oh my <laughs> thank god! Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs>